Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and coming up today, we have L.A. Rockers, We Are Twin, and Randy Wooten of Willow Dean will be here, so stay tuned. This is going to be a great show today. We have a lot of things going on in Los Angeles, as you all know. Um, last night, I was at uh, the house concert series or house series at uh, in Santa Monica, and I saw We Are Twins. It was the second time I've seen them live, and I was very impressed. It's actually the first time I've seen them with the full band, and we're going to talk to them a little later today, but it's, uh, it's quite an experience. And then, um, well, like I say, there's a lot of things going on in L.A., the, the Grammy uh, are coming into town and all the Grammy parties and Grammy uh, in- information and the Grammy uh, uh, PR is starting to uh, to emerge. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, and then the Moja Moja parties are also starting to, uh, to get themselves organized and we're going to look for that. So this is going to be quite a upcoming year in uh, in Los Angeles, and of course, on top of all of this, NAM shows up, which is ninety thousand music vendors. They take over the Anaheim uh, the Anaheim uh, Concert Center, or actually the Anaheim Convention Center. Wait, we have a caller on the line. Hello there, is this Paul McDonald? Now this is we are twins, Nicholas and Gabby. Oh, oh, okay. Hi, I'm sorry, my my uh, producer gave me the wrong uh, title up there, but that's okay. Hi, so this is Nick, huh? Is uh, Gabby with yes. you? Yes. Yes, hey. Okay, are you guys on speakerphone by any chance? Yes, we are. Okay, well, that, that, that introduces a little bit of echo, so we'll just have to be uh, a little careful can... about that. Okay. Is, is it possible that one of you can call back on a separate phone? Yes. Okay, good. While you do that, I've got to do a station break. So why don't you, one of you call back on a separate phone, then we won't have to worry about any echo. And in the meantime, I'm going to take a little station break here because I have to welcome in all of our radio stations across the country. So don't go away. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates, including the radio affiliates in Tampa Bay, Florida. If you have any questions or comments for our guests, you can call us at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And if you're listening to Music Friday Live on a podcast, and I know a lot of you do, you can still email questions to our guests. And what we do is we forward your questions to them so they can reply directly to you, unless you tell us differently. And if you tell us differently, we'll mask your email address so you don't end up on any mailing list that you didn't authorize and they can send the answers back through through us. But if you're listening to us on a podcast, feel free later this week to uh, go right ahead and uh, send us whatever questions and comments you have. And it looks like our guests are back up now. They are on separate lines, so I'm going to introduce them. And I'm going to say that, you know, some bands just have a knack for grabbing hold of your ears and your mind with a sound that is powerful, but it's intimate at the same time. 
Now, where that comes from, I don't know. I'm not an artist, but I do know that it begins with creativity, with seeing the world in ways and in combinations that the rest of us don't always see, but we resonate with when they're brought to us. Such a band is We Are Twin. Even their name peaks you. Are they twins? Are there twins in the band? Is the audience twins? Uh, you know, what, is, what does all of that mean? That's what I mean by We Are Twin. Right away, they've, they've got you intrigued and interested. And we're really happy to have them with us right now on two separate phones. We have uh, Nick Balachandra and Gabby Christine. Hi there. Hey. Hey. Well, Nick How's and Christine... Going? Well, Nick and Gabby, it's going well, and I, I want to say great show last night at the Viceroy. You two were really rocking. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, we had a last, good time. Oh, I had a great time. And last night was the first time I've actually heard you with the full band, and it's, it's a different experience than the duet I saw at the So Far concert, which tells me you guys can do a lot of things well. Do you have a preference? Do you prefer the kind of more intimate, just the two of you, or the full band experience? Um, I mean, I, I would say both. I, I really enjoy, like, for example, the So Far gig was like, we were, it was very intimate. There were about, like, maybe 50 people in the room. So I enjoy that, but I also enjoy, like, the live rock show, for sure. I don't know. Well, I can't speak for Nick, but... <laughs> I, I think I pre- I prefer the loud the show. Like I mean, I like unplugged music, but if I had to choose between one or the other, it would be definitely playing like with a full band. Well, it certainly was fun, and I want to give our our listeners a uh, a little sample of what we're talking about here. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, and this this really shows you what kind of deep talent you two have. So I'm going to start with the title song from your debut album, Extra Love. And then a little later, we'll play some other things. Uh, so here is, this is not Extra Love. I'm going to yell at my producer here. This is Extra Love. Now, to me, that's just good, solid, addictive pop rock. And I guess that's Zach producing that that seductive bass line there. But there's a line in there that I'm kind of curious about. How you like me now, I know you are there to hold me down. Gabby, you don't seem like the kind of person who gets held down. What's going on in that line? (laughs) Well, I mean, um, I guess, you know... uh, I, I came I came from uh, Queens, New York. I was born and raised in in New York, and you know I guess a lot of street talk. When somebody has your back, or when somebody like when you know that no matter what somebody's there, that they're gonna like be there for you. Uh, hold me down doesn't necessarily mean like hold me back or hold me to the ground or hold me from something else. It means uh, I know you're there when I need you. So um, it's kind of like when you're you're in a in a certain mindset or you're in a certain situation, and you know you're saying how you like me now, how how you like where I am, how do you like what I'm doing, and just by all that, I know that you're there to hold me down. So it's 
Okay. All right. I got that's, that's that. Kind of where that came from. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, uh, you released a very powerful and very creative video for your song uh, in the moment, um, and I, I want to give people just a little sample of the song, and then we can talk about it because this is this is really uh, a work of art on a variety of uh, levels. So here's the moment. Here's in the moment. I have to admit that even though it's not the title song, it's my favorite song on the album. <laughs> um, and there's some lines in there. Uh, your eyes are a reflection of your heart. And then later on you say, we're not stuck in a soap opera. I love those yeah. lines. <laughs> so so, so w- what's the genesis of that? Is that a personal experience? Yeah, um, definitely. Most, yeah, I mean, most definitely. Um, I would say, you know, you're saying, um, we're talking about in the first verse, when someone, you know, gets your specific attention, um, and it's kind of like, you don't really have to talk, you don't really have to say much, um, but you can see, you know, you can you can feel their energy, you can kind of see what kind of person they are, and um, not stuck in a soap opera uh, is I mean, I guess it's it's obvious what that means. <laughs> well, not not to a lot of people, right? <laughs> now, now there's a video that goes with that, and and I really urge my listeners to go to hello hellowearetwin.com. That's hellowearetwin.com and watch it. It is so well put together. It has the look of a global megastar band. Now, did did you two design that? Yes, we. Um did it ourselves. Actually, very, it was a very simple idea. Our friend and movie maker, Chris Crutchfield, he has a little um, movie theater in his in his garage, and so we basically created, like, visual lightings and projected it onto us and basically performed the song all the way through. It was actually a very simple execution. But you did it very, very well. And again, that's at hellowearetwin.com, and it's really worth the, taking the time to watch it, not, not to mention listen to the music. Now, we are talking with uh, Nick Balachandran and Gabby Christine of We Are Twin, and you can talk with them. You can call us at 347-215-7511, or you can mail your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And we, all, we already have some some emails in here, so I'm going to just go right to them. Supersize in New York City says, Nick is so quiet, and she is so outspoken. Who's really in charge of the band? <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, who knows? It's, you know, I think it runs itself, and we just try to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Manny in L.A. wants to know, uh, uh, what he says is, is Patrick mentioned he saw you live last night. Are there any other places where you can see you live last night? And he also says, he adds in, do you ever play dance raves? <laughs> that would be cool if we could play that. I mean, that would, I mean, we've never played like a, I guess like a dance rave. I guess we'd have to do like some kind of DJ remix 
set or something. <laughs> so yeah. our setup's pretty rock. Well, do you have any more shows lined up? Nothing um, not for this year. in particular yet. Okay, of course, there's not much of this year left. So we'll uh, exactly. So if, people, if people want to keep track of you, they can. I understand, they can go to your uh, your website and uh, or yes. follow you on Twitter or on Facebook. On, on and Facebook, we keep our okay, Facebook pretty updated on a constant basis. So every time something happens, either Facebook or our website, they're like synced. Okay, all right, and and also people can track you on Bands in Town too. So. Log on to Bands in Town and make sure you follow them. Now, we've been playing songs from your debut album, which you released last month. So let's talk about that album a little bit. First of all, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, you wrote, produced, and mixed the album, and you hand-folded the CD sleeves and the lyric inserts, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. This, we, we, this, yeah. this was a real labor of love, right? Yes, for sure. And how yes, long did all this take you? The folding or the, the making of the record? Well, the whole thing, the making of the of the record. Well, we've been um, writing, like, for almost a year. We wrote, like, 40 songs, and then we kept narrowing down the songs, like, to see, like, the direction you wanted to go with this album. So I would say, like, these nine songs that you get to hear, they they maybe took us three months, but it's, in order to get to those songs, we basically were in the studio this entire year, last past year. Wow. So it was a lot of work. And then, and then you moved out from there onto a dining room table and folded the, the whole thing together, huh? <laughs> basically, yeah. When we uh, decided to release the record, we wanted to do a short run, like there was a very last-minute decision, a short run so that we could sell a physical copy um, at our shows, at our shows, and basically for next year we're planning to do like a like a vinyl and do a, do a more mass-produced, I guess. But well, just for our for friends and family, we wanted just to have something physical to touch, you know. Well, well, I'm honored that you gave me one. I thank you very much. Now, I I, I know that this, I know the songs can be downloaded from iTunes, and I want everybody here to go download those songs from iTunes. But um, are, are there any actual hard copies left? And can people get one of those hand-done CDs? We're almost completely out out of them. We have like maybe twenty left. Okay. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. You're right. Well, everyone should go to iTunes and download it because this is this is uh, an an album that you're going to want to put at the top of your playlist and and uh, set it for repeat because it uh, it's wonderful to say the least. Now I, I'm going to play a little bit uh, of, of a song that uh, uh, I think shows your range. Uh, uh, this is another part of your, your range. This is Love is Blind. Lovers are the sweet divine. I was yours and you were mine. Love was blind. Hold me tighter as I met. Nick, um, I think that was uh, that was you on on the opening vocals there, and you were begging, 
don't make this harder, don't make things harder, and, and you sound so mm. gloriously devastated on that. Uh, I, I hope that wasn't for personal experience, <laughs> or if it was, you're long past <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I think most of, most of everything that I write is, you know, if, if I haven't experienced it firsthand, personally, I've seen other people experience it that are close to me. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, life isn't all always perfect. So it's it's definitely something I've experienced, sure. Okay, so so you wrote the song, actually. Gabby. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And, and but it, that was Nick there uh, uh, with the opening vocals. On on the pre-chorus. On uh, Love Is Blind. No, it was just Gabby singing in, oh. in the entire song. Okay. All right. So you really modulated your I, voice. I, Very interesting. Um, I wish I could sing like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that brings up an interesting question um, in, in in your creative process. Do you you two write together, or do you bring each other song ideas, or you just go into the studio and noodle until great things emerge? All of that. I All think you- that mostly we um, just start. I start playing guitar, and Gabby starts singing. Like, and then we kind of shape a song out of it, like depending on, we just let it happen and then depending on whatever emotion it is we will write whatever comes out and usually Gabby is the main lyrical contributor that she writes the lyrics and then we go over them together and sometimes I will come up with lyrics but I'm more the music guy, and she's the melody and lyric person. Well, it certainly works out well. Now, I learned something last night I didn't know. Apparently, you all are signed to a label now. Is that right? No, we we weren't signed to a label yet. We were. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. So, so uh, why did you decide to go independent, or can you talk about that? Um, It wasn't really... Uh, we were um, on our first EP. We were signed to A&M Auction. And, um, and we were, like, seeing how our relationship was going and how the like how we were developing as a band. And in the meantime, the label got sold to... The label got sold, and therefore the company itself wasn't the same as it was before. And yeah, so we didn't continue working with them. That's why we did uh, the way we released the record. We did it super indie. I don't think we would have gotten away with the way we did it on a major label because we picked our own songs. We did like there were no opinions involved. <laughs> well, well, speaking of, of picking your own songs, uh, one of our listeners out there. Uh, picked up on you saying that you do 40 songs and then uh, work work down from there. This is uh, Emilio in Seattle, and Emilio wants to know, how do you decide which songs to record and which to throw away, and do you really throw them away, or do they turn up someplace else? Hmm. We don't throw any songs away. I think all of our songs are, like, dear to us, I would really say, like, because we've you can't really tell until, like at least for us, you can't really tell if a song has reached its full potential until it's like completely produced and uh, like finished. So like every single song is like wasn't just uh, it's a demo track. Like we finished and produced all those songs. So what I can imagine happening is like. A like one maybe we're gonna make a B side in the future or we a lot of the some of those songs actually we want we kept for our next record because the emotion and the 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 where the direction was we felt like it didn't fit as well on this record. 
so we have like already kind of an idea of what the next record is going to be like and some of those songs are going to be on that yeah, yeah. It, it just always depends on um and and when we when we choose what songs to release it's usually the songs that um are most fluid together so um usually just not even really thinking about it you know we'll start writing and then you know by the end of like say you know six to eight months of writing you get this certain spot where the songs are very cohesive and they're flowing very easily from one to another because the the one thing you don't want to do is um you don't want it to be too all over the place you want you know the songs to be like a film or like a movie um you want it to you know cinematically move from start to to end i mean at least we do not not everybody but um you know uh, we we like that we like how um starts in a certain mood and it leaves you in a certain mood and uh we just chose the songs that you know really were cohesive together well it's interesting to hear you use the movie analogy because i've been listening to the album over and over for the past two or three days and that was one of the um conclusions or i would say the feelings that came to me was that oh, great. it's kind of like sitting in the grauman's chinese imax because you're, <laughs> this is very powerful music and surrounded by it, but it does follow a, uh, a a narrative. There's kind of a narrative built into this, and uh, yeah, you know, I thought that was just me, but apparently, it, there really is a narrative built into it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think sadly, people go on iTunes mostly and buy separate tracks. You know. But I think as an artist, you have to, you have to, it's my opinion, but I think you have to always try to create a body of work. Like, although, like, people, we can't, we can't make our songwriting choices based on, or our album choice on based what people are going to buy. Like, that artistically doesn't make any sense. You know, like, when you make a record, you have to make a record. Like I don't know, so it it works. Uh, I mean, it really works. I mean, you you actually uh, translated that that very well. At least you did to me. We're uh, we're getting tight on time here, and there's one other song I want to play. I would actually be remiss if I didn't play it uh, because it's another end of the range here. This is uh, "Come Alive." I really love what uh, you've done that, that done there. You've managed to combine just all-out dance music with really good earth earworm hooks, and I and I like your mm-hmm. vocals in that. Uh, it adds a, a, a nice touch. Um, uh, your vocals, uh, the, the the little insert in there, and it must have been fun to write and record that one. Yes, it was. And and did you have to do it over and over again, or did you get it right the first time? You got it right the first time. It's a wow. simple part. That's uh, that's impressive. All right, that's impressive. Well, <laughs> we, we we are out of time, and I want to say thank you so much uh, uh, for for taking the time to join us this morning on Music Friday oh, Live. Yeah. Thank you for having us, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Awesome. Nick Balachandran and Gabby Christine, they are the core of We Are The Twin. You should get their debut album on iTunes and check them out on hellowewearetwin.com. Hello Follow them on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram so you know where all their next 
next gigs are because you will want to be there. I was there last night. It's a lot of fun. We have to take a break now, and when we return, Randy Wooten of Willow D. Don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. That of course was uh, extra love from our uh, from We Are Twin. Really like that group. I had a good I had a good time listening to them last night. Um, well, we're back here at Music Friday. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and we would like to hear from you. Of course, you can call us at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us at uh, Music Friday Live at Gmail that's Music Friday Live at gmail.com. Now, I want to give you a, uh, an important word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners. But a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront cost. Now, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home for free. And you pay only for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company. But you pay a lower monthly cost because, you know, the sun's making as much as half of your electricity. So Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. And all you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you find out? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. Uh, you knew I was going to give you a phone number. Uh, so put your pen, pencil down on a piece of paper and write down 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And you will get Tina. Tina is my representative uh, right now. And if you tell her I sent you, that's right. Tell her I sent you or that you heard about Solar City from Music Friday. She will give you a discount on your order. So that's 909-618-6937, and that will get you solar power for your home. We're going to take a little break, right? And when we come back, Randy Wooten joins us from Willow Dean. Don't go away. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. CyberStation USA is the future of radio. Get your business into the online future at the world's largest internet radio station. From banner placement on our homepage to any of our broadcaster stages, commercials on our video player, audio spots on any of our shows, or at the beginning of any of our on-demand broadcasts. CyberStation USA offers competitive rates with a worldwide reach, a fully integrated, one-stop shop social media broadcast platform. For more information, please contact our sales department at Cameo at CyberStationUSA.com. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. 
S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And we're back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host on Music Friday Live. We are trying to get in touch with our next guest, Randy Wooten. So it may be a minute or so. I'm not sure if we're having some problems because of the rain. I don't know. if For those of you who are not in Southern California, um, we just had a deluge, to say the least. And I know that there are power lines down and phone lines down, and uh, there's been problems all over the, the, the region. And, of course, there, uh, the same thing happened in Northern California last night and the night before. So maybe he's got a little bit of a, a problem getting getting to us. We're going to play a little music and uh, and see if we can reach him ourselves. And uh, we will be right back. Uh, we started to play a little bit of "Love Is Blind" from We Are Twins. So we're going to play the whole, we're going to play a lot more of it now. So don't go away. We're going to try to reach Randy. And in the meantime, here's "Love Is Blind." Lovers on the sweet divine I was yours and you were mine Love was blind Hold me tighter as I melt I knew it then that you're the best thing I ever felt Don't make things That's Love is Blind by We Are Twin. We have been able to uh, get in touch with Randy Wooten, and he will be with us in just a moment. We've got to route some electrons through uh, a a number of different boards. But in the meantime, let me tell you about Randy. Uh, Randy is uh, the founder of the band Willow Dean. Now, Willow Dean has an addictive song out with the improbable name of Julie Drinks with Demons. That's right, Julie Drinks with Demons. And when you see the video that goes along with this song, you'll want to get to know Julie a lot better, okay? No matter how many demons she may have uh, around her or you have to go through. But seriously, um, I've been listening to this album all week along with uh, the other addictive songs. On Actually, it's an EP, one of which, Pieces is a Muzu TV featured breakout video, and when you see it, you'll understand why. That These are fabulous pieces of artwork, both the videos and the music. But before you rush to the website to watch the video, uh, and as soon as he calls in, I'm going to allow you to meet the artist behind the band. You'll be able to meet producer, songwriter, singer, and guitar player Randy Wooten. So Randy will be with us in just a minute. In the meantime, I'm going to play you one of the... Randy's great song, so don't go away. Here we are. Oh. 
Are you with us? I'm here. Yay. <laughs> I, I could see by your phone number that you are also in Southern California. At least it looks like that. Are you? That I am, yeah. Uh, I'm here so in Venice. You, so you went through, oh, you're in Venice. You're not too far away from our studios there. So, so you went through the same storm we went through last night and a little bit this morning. Well, we have, yeah. we have been playing. We have been playing, as you can hear, uh, we've been playing pieces from your uh, your new EP, which uh, I think is a wonderful piece of music. And actually, the whole EP is, is really powerful. It's, you've got, actually it's an album, 15 songs on it, and every single one of them is beautifully put together. But let me say, it, it, the whole album seems like it's kind of soaked in loneliness and melancholy and maybe a little bit of brandy. <laughs> Um, right. uh, did, uh, does it, I know you wrote it, at least I think you wrote it when you moved from New York to Los Angeles. So was this album kind of a product of that move of being in a strange city without the people you love? Uh, yeah, I think that was definitely a part of it. You know, I was, uh, uh, I'd been living in Los Angeles for a long time and I, I moved to New York, um, uh, around 2010 and then yeah I moved back uh, to LA partly because I missed it partly because a relationship had ended uh, in New York and uh, so yeah I think the writing on the record was was kind of you know like like a lot of music is was a bit uh, cathartic and just trying to get that out of out of my system and uh, you know I played these songs for for Eric Holden who uh, played bass and produced the album and he just kind of uh you know, he, he thought there was was a record there, so he encouraged me to keep writing, and uh, and that's that's what happened. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that uh, that that song is is the lead song from the album, and it's the soundtrack yeah. to a great video, and we can talk about that uh, in in a, in a minute or or so. Uh, is that Dan Barrett singing there? That is Dan Barrett singing. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I I was actually. When Eric and I started on the album, um, we started with me singing lead. Eric and I had been in a band uh, years earlier where I was I was singing lead, and uh, at some point I just kind of felt like uh, my voice wasn't wasn't totally right for these songs anymore, and I kind of uh, I kind of fired myself actually from being the lead singer, and uh, I wanted to as soon as I heard Dan really uh, I heard his voice and I thought uh, you know he's kind of got this innate bluesiness and this. Uh, vulnerability to his to his singing that I, I loved and uh Eric had known him for a long time and we brought him on board. I, I thought he really he really suited the songs and he actually happened to have pretty much the same vocal range as myself so it, it just worked out. And, and and here's just a little bit more of that to so my audience. No, Now I love the way that uh, you you blend everything that and you're using just a few few instruments. It sounds like a guitar and a stand-up bass and a mandolin and the drums. Is that all that's up there? Um, on that tune, yeah. Uh, there's a little synthesizer as well. Um, ah, okay. But uh, but we tried to, we tried intentionally to kind of keep it sparse on this album. Well, it works, and you know what you've accomplished there, at least to me, is that you've. You've kept it sparse, and yet you fill a room like a symphony, and it's 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 a neat trick, right? Uh, <laughs> it's very nice of you to say. Thanks. Uh, now the song, there's a line in the song that says, uh, "Your heart has been shattered for years." Well, well I hope it's better now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I um, well, it is, but but um, <laughs> you know, I, I but I, I think. Uh, you know, when I when I was writing that, I kind of wanted to, um, you know, th- there's a there's a kind of love song that you don't hear very often, which is somebody who's who's been wounded but is still uh, kind of pushing forward and uh, and kind of just you know proceeding with with some kind of blind faith that things are going to be better when when they meet someone great. And uh, so I kind of wanted to try to capture that, you know. Uh, in in a, a very small space lyrically, um, and you know I well you did I hope I hope I hope I did okay. 
Uh, you really did. Now, uh, the video that goes with that, and I want, want everybody to uh, to take a look at this after the show, of course. Uh, where should they go to see that video? What's, what's the best location? Oh, goodness. Well, um, you can find a link on our website, willadine.com. That'll take you right there. You can go to our okay. uh, Facebook page, Willadine Band, okay. um, or our Twitter page, uh, okay. also at Willadine Band. Okay. All right. Well, the video is wonderful. Was that shot in Yosemite? It looks looks kind of familiar. Uh, yes. It, yes, it was. Um, our director Gus Black uh, kind of did a sort of uh, a very lo-fi uh, production. He just went out with a camera and an actor, really, and hit the road. Kind of traveled all up and down uh, throughout California and uh, on a very very minimal budget and turned up with something that was really amazing we thought well I, I i guess if you you go to one of the most beautiful places in in the world uh you don't doesn't take much of a budget <laughs> right uh, because it's really re- remarkable and, and it tells a good story too i really like the the narrative in that too now there's a few, i want to give our listeners a couple samples of some of the other great songs on the uh on the album uh there's another song that describes loneliness so well it's uncanny and I want to play a little bit here of Glass Bottom Boat I look at the world through a glass bottom boat above all the crowds as if from a cloud I marvel at people they broke Heart from losing their love, glad I live above it. No one else here in my glass bottom boat. There's only me alone and so free. Though I have seen others who hover like me. Now, in that song, the singer is separate from the rest of us, kind of above the people who lose their loves. But it, but really, it, isn't he just sort of trying to cope with, with broken heart by becoming invisible? Yeah, I, I think to a degree that's it. Um, uh, it's, you know, I, I've known a lot of people, and I'm guilty of it myself, when you kind of get... Uh, a little down or things are going exactly your way, there's a tendency to want to detach as a way of coping with, with, you know, life in general, which is obviously it's not a very healthy, healthy uh, mechanism, but I think that's what some people do. They just kind of shut down. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I just kind of saw that as a, you know, sort of a, I don't know, kind of a heavy metaphor, I guess, but um for for that for that way of thinking that way of dealing with uh, stresses in your life, just kind of detaching and viewing life, you know, from a distance, as if you're watching it on a on a screen or something. Well, you've uh, you've you've captured that so well. The whole concept of glass bottom boat is just uh, remarkably well done. I'm, I I love it. Well, why don't we change tempo a little bit? Uh, and and I wanted to say yeah, I'm getting you... I'm depressing myself at this point. So. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, I'll undepress you. I want to tell our listeners that uh, uh, every single song in this album is, is handcrafted. There are no fillers in this album. You'll want every single song in this album to put on on uh, replay on your uh, on your playlist. So it, it'll cause tension because you'll 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 want to figure out which one you want to hear the most because they're, they're all wonderful. But one that I really liked, and in, I mentioned this in the introduction, is in the, an addictive blues song. At least I think it's a blues song or blues rock. And it's called Julie Drinks with Demons. And I'm going to play a little bit of Julie Drinks with Demons because it's wonderful.
video that goes with that is absolutely stunning, and it's got a really stunning woman in it, too. You, you can believe that that woman can entice demons. But there's something else going on in the video that I noticed. Um, it says, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it was shot with an iPhone. Is that right? Yeah, the whole video was, was directed and shot by uh, Renee Faya, who's a very talented director as well as a musician and an actor. Um, but yeah, she, she had done some videos for her own band with, with an iPhone, and, um, and we really liked the, uh, the effect of it. And we, we thought it was just a, a cool idea, the fact that, you know, uh, that making videos now become so, uh, so easy and so democratized. Anyone, anyone can really do it. So uh, we, we just wanted to give it a shot and see what happened, and, and we loved the result. She's, she's incredibly talented. Did she have to do a lot of additional lighting for that? Um, some scenes, yeah. Some scenes there was there was a lot of lighting going on, um, but sometimes she just used uh, natural light. Wow, that it's really remarkable. Everybody should go and take a look at that video and then and see what you can actually do with creativity and with uh, with an iPhone. Uh, and you should also take a look at Julie. Who, 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 incidentally, who exactly is Julie and who are the demons? Where did that song come from? Well, you know, writing the the stuff on this album, a lot of it was was fairly uh, was kind of intricate, and um, you know, the the music was was very delicate. And so, after you do that enough, you just kind of want to play three chords on a guitar. And so that's what I just started doing. And uh, I was thinking, you know, what what do you write a three chord song about? Um, at this point, one of my favorites kind of old blues rock tunes of all time is Little Demon by uh, Screamin' Jay Hawkins. And I always like the idea of that, just kind of um, adding a little element of the fantastical into uh, into a song like that. And also, you know, I just, my favorite holiday is Halloween, and I think I was kind of inspired by that. So I just, I love that kind of spirit and <laughs> just thought I'd see what I could come up with. Just, you know, really it was just kind of stream of consciousness. It just sort of came out of me and everyone thought it was uh, just fun to play, really. So that's that's how it ended up on the record. Well, it was fun to play. It looks like it was uh, fun to shoot. And uh, we're getting some emails. It was. Uh, in. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it, w- it was very fun to shoot. Um, uh, but the, the big problem we had was that uh, Eric, our bass player, could not stop laughing when the dancer Kalea was, was all around him. And, uh, so we, we lost about three fourths of the, the footage to Eric laughing. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, if you look really well, closely, you can see him hiding a smile in that video. Oh, I'll have to go back and take a look. I'm, I'm not sure that, that if I had been in that, that video, uh, my response to her would have been laughter. I think it would have been something else, but, uh, <laughs> but all right. Uh, um, Seahook in Los Angeles wants to know, do you have any live gigs coming up? Uh, we don't at this point, but we are going to be playing some shows this spring in Austin, Texas. Oh, great. Okay. Are, are you going to South yeah. by? Um, that has yet to be determined, I think. Um, but we will let everyone know. If anyone wants to keep up with us on Twitter or Facebook, as soon as we find out, we will let everybody know. Okay. All right. Well, well congratulations on, on, on that. And I, I do hope to make it into South by. South by, but even if you don't, Austin's a uh, a great place, and there's lots of places to play there. Oh yeah. Uh, um, Norris in Nashville wants to know where did you learn to write music, and that's an interesting question coming from somebody from Nashville. Yeah, well, you know, I, I used to live in Nashville. I, I went to college there, and uh, you know, I uh, I used to go to all the venues around town and just watch great songwriters. I would go to Station Inn or, or you know, whatever it happened to be and uh, and just take it in. And I kind of got uh, enthralled. You know, I was very sort of overwhelmed by the, uh, the amount of talent that was there. And then when I moved to L.A., um, you know, I, I think I, I really just started kind of working on it uh, on my own. You know, like anyone does when you're writing a song, it's just you alone in a room with an instrument and you're trying to figure out uh, how to make something that you like come out of it. That's that's really what it boils down to. Well, it, it seemed to boil down pretty well. Now, you founded another band uh, called uh, Bloody Lovelies, which is an alt-rock band, and, and you released a great album, Sun Truth and, and A Little Money. But um, 
few, if any, of the songs on that album or on the later album, Lift, actually resemble what you're doing now. So I think you kind of change genres. Uh, is, is that an accurate description? And if so, why? Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's uh, I, I think uh, it's important to keep the music interesting for you uh, as a as you know a writer uh, to keep trying new things, take yourself out of your comfort zone, um, and I, I'd kind of been writing stuff like that my entire life up to the point when we kind of disbanded the Bloody Lovelies, and afterwards I tried to do some different stuff. I actually um, played with a band called Raw Sugar for a while, which was a, uh, a sort of a '70s classic rock type band. Then right. I, I played. Uh, with a, I recorded an album called Red Courtesy Phone with uh, Meg Tui, who plays with uh, The Cold and Lovely and The Weepies. And that was kind of a, um, a synth pop, like an aggressive synth pop thing. Uh, and after that, I think I, I kind of wanted to go the opposite direction and, and boil everything down to the, to the basics with, with Willadine. And it, it's something that uh, it's still really uh, exciting to me to, to kind of explore. Well, I like it, and I like the way you put pedal steel in, and you do lots of other things. In fact, we're running out of time, but there's there's another song on the album I want to play just a little bit of before we have to say goodbye, and this is Oh Darkness. I can just go through the day humming, humming that. Now, now, where did the idea for pedal steel come from? Is there still some country uh, lurking back there in your brain? Oh yeah, you know, you can take the boy out of Nashville, as they say. But um, you know, I, I think part of it was uh, once Dan Barrett got involved, uh, that that kind of shifted things a bit. He lives in Austin, and we were there and kind of recording with him, and got you know, like. Any, anything you do, you get affected by the environment you're in. So, um, you know, it just kind of seemed natural to us to, to give it a shot. And we got uh, Kim Deschamps to play uh, pedal steel on that, and he's just an incredibly talented guy. I mean, it was just such a fun fun experience watching him work and add so much to these songs. It was uh, kind of well, it very, absolutely very worked. I'll tell you. Well, they're going to throw us off the air, so I want to say thank you so much for uh, for, for being with us today. No, man, thank you. This is a lot of fun. And I want to tell everybody, go to www.willowdean.com and click on the free download button. And while you're there, take a look at the video for pieces and then go find the video for for Julie and uh, Drinks with Demons, and you'll love it. Uh, We've got to scoot out of here, so let me just tell everybody that you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Blog Talk Radio Network the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feed, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your, your favorite musician on the Music Friday website. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Sorano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at Cyber Station USA or at Blog Talk Radio USA. Dot com and that and actually you can if you want to get it right away blogtalkradio.com slash music friday within 10 seconds or so this will be up there you can also find us on itunes be here next friday uh, and we will uh, let you know who exactly is going to be on the air because we're still kind of working on that but follow our twitter feed and check out our web space in the meantime have a great musical weekend i
chased an ocean sun There was no end in sight Then spent ten years on the run Hiding from the light Oh, darling 